Mike to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. We are in Isaiah chapter 26. It is June 13th, 2022. June 13th, 2022. And it's 341 in the afternoon. Ah, man, I slept good today. I slept till about, what, 12-ish? I don't know when I finally got out of bed, but I didn't go to bed till, what, at least 2 o'clock in the morning? I don't know. I was so, I can't remember what time I fell asleep and what time I woke up, but I just know at least probably got eight hours, but I'm realizing, yeah, I need to get back to a consistent sleep schedule, especially since... I'm tentative, 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 tentatively, tentatively, wow, struggle with that word. I am going to start a position at Mazuma Credit Union and um, on July 5th. So as a personally called a relationship advisor, but it's what I used to be as a personal banker, opening checking accounts credit cards, home equity lines of credit, things of that nature, making referrals to the higher up folks and wealth management and mortgage banking and small business. So So the cool thing about being an Uber driver is like I'll be meeting all sorts of people from all walks of life and I'll just carry a bunch of Mazuma cars with me and I'll just be handing them jokers out and I can just make referrals and it doesn't matter I can send people to like other branches too and I'll still get credit for those referrals and my referral game is strong I'd much rather make money off of other people's work than my own work all I gotta do is make the referral and I can get credit so yeah I'll be a referral king there at the bank uh what else is going on I need to cut my hair, but I, I didn't do it. Debating whether or not to grow my hair out a little bit. but And just keep it lined up. But I really don't like having hair on my head. So my front lining is kind of struggling too. So yeah, well, I'll just buzz it off probably tonight before bed. Yeah, I need to shave too because this beard is growing. Uh, what else is going on? So yeah, starting a new job July 5th. They hey, run a, it's boy. They run, yeah, I got to do the background check. Shouldn't be an issue, hopefully. Even though I had a little domestic violence situation, like, it's been four years ago. I already did my, my probation and everything. That's all done. It should be all off my record now. I've been meaning to double check on that. And then they got to do a credit check and drug test. So, yes. If you meet a guy that works at a bank, you know he is squeaky clean for the most part. So they don't just hire just anybody at the bank. Um, so, only thing I'm concerned about is my credit. So I still had like, I got like 12 grand in collections from this my divorce and just kind of letting that all go. 
I'm glad I never declared bankruptcy because I would have not been good at it. makes it hard. It affects you when you go to work at a bank. It's a good thing I never did that. Um, but she said the threshold is like 30% of your salary. So anyway, I need to like, no, 10% of your salary. So I only will be making like 37K at this new job. I need to knock down that, those collections to about, yeah, under the threshold would be like 3,500. So they said they would work, be willing to work with me, you know, set up a payment plan or show that I have a payment plan. So I have until the beginning of next month to f- work out, just make a bunch of money and knock out as much of that debt as I can. So I can make, I can actually make, oh man, I need to get an oil change. I can't do Uber today. I mean, I can, but I need to go to like Jiffy Lube because the place that I would normally get free oil changes from, they're booked out. I need to start scheduling my oil changes like weeks in advance. What else is going on? What's going on? What's going on? What else? What else? What else is going on? Y'all, what else is going on? Shoot, that's it. I could say more. Oh, Miss Montana messaged me today. I am. I was telling my brother how I admire the fact that he is able to maintain friendships with women that he has been involved with over the years. Kind of like how Miles Davis in his documentary, he had all his old relationship, like some of the women that he was married to or dated. They were in his um, documentary, and they spoke highly of him. <laughs> and my brother's kind of, kind of reminds me of that. Like anyway, I just admire that he's able to maintain relationships and friendships with these people. Uh, I usually am not that great at that. I'm working on it. We'll see. Anyway, I'm done rambling. All right, we're in Isaiah 26. Hope y'all got something from. Uh, be sharing my stories. All right. The Song of Judah. On that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation is established as walls and ramparts. Open the gates so a righteous nation can come in. One that remains faithful. I have a little hope word here. It says, you cannot expect to have peace around you if you do not have peace within you. Mm. That's so true. You will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace. For it is trusting in you. Trust in the Lord forever because in the Lord, the Lord himself is an everlasting rock. For he has humbled those who live in lofty places in inaccessible city. He brings it down. He brings it down to the ground. He throws it to the dust. Feet trample it. The feet of the humble. The steps of the poor.
All right, God's people vindicated. In verse seven, the path of the righteous is level. You clear a straight path for the righteous. The path of the righteous is level. You clear a straight path for the righteous. Verse eight, and the heading for this was God's people vindicated. Yes, Lord, we wait for you in the path of your judgments. Our desire is for your name and renown. I long for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me diligently seeks you. For when your judgments are in the land, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Verse 10, but if the wicked man is shown favor, he does not learn righteousness. In a righteous land, he acts unjustly and does not see the majesty of the Lord. Lord, your hand is lifted up to take action, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. Let fire consume your adversaries. Lord, you will establish peace for us, for you have also done all our work for us. Verse 13, Lord, our God, lords other than you have owned us or married us. But we remember your name alone. The dead do not live. Departed spirits do not rise up. Indeed, you have punished and destroyed them. You have wiped out all memory of them. You have added to the nation Lord, you have added to the nation. You are honored. You have expanded all the borders of the land. Lord, they went to you in their distress. They poured out whispered prayers because your discipline fell on them. I can relate to thee. This. This. Is. Me. Sometimes you just how you can crack out as a whisper prayer. You ever done like a little whisper prayer? Like, Lord, Jesus, help me. Lord, get me out of this situation. Lord, this woman is getting on my nerves. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. <laughs> Lord, Jesus, I need you. Like sometimes that's how you let it out. <laughs> that's all you got. All right, verse 17. As a pregnant woman about to give birth writhes or wreaths and cries out in her pains. So we were before you, Lord. So we were before you, Lord. We became pregnant. We writhed in pain. I think that's writhed. I think that's how you say that word, writhed. W-R-I-T-H-E-D. I don't know. I'm not going to go look up the phonetic. I'll leave it up to you English majors. We became pregnant. We writhed in pain. We gave birth to wind. We have won no victories on earth, and the earth's inhabitants have not fallen. Your dead will live, their bodies will rise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in the dust. For you will be covered with the morning dew, and the earth will bring out the departed spirits. Go, my people, enter your rooms and close your doors behind you. Hide for a little while until the wrath has passed. Hmm. Verse 21, for look, the Lord is coming from his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will reveal the bloodshed on it and will no longer conceal her slain. What in the world is going on here? Sounds like some zombie apocalypse type stuff. 
<laughs> Excuse me. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes and then get going. I need to eat something. And um, I need to eat some food and then. Hmm. I need to eat some food and then. Um, I already had oatmeal. I need to do some push ups, go get something to eat, and then I was going to go Uber for a little while. Uh, but I need to shut it down by 9 so I can be in bed by 10. All right, here we go. Such peace is not only valid in the kingdom age, but also for all those who tune their minds to God's spiritual realities. The reversal of... I really should go to the prayer meeting. It's not at 7, but part of me doesn't want to go. Why doesn't Aaron want to go tonight? Why doesn't Aaron want? Why would Aaron rather work than go to the prayer meeting tonight? Because the devil probably knows I'm going to get something special out of it. So we probably should go, especially since I missed the Saturday morning prayer meeting. So. Yeah. Is there anything else? I'm going to my counseling session today at 1230. Well, no, it's not today. It's going to be Wednesday at 1230. What else is going on? That's what I'm going to do. I'm about to go eat, and then I'm going to come right back home and just take a nap before the prayer meeting. Yep, we're going to chill today. We're taking today off. And then, yeah, I need to work on my... Yeah, I need to pull all three of my credit reports. The free one, and then see what's on there and try to do some more disputes with stuff. See what I can clean up. And whatever I can't clean up, then I'll just have to do some straight up negotiation with these jokers. All right, the reversal of earthly fortunes in Christ's kingdom continues with the picture of the proud and mighty who live in lofty places. They're convinced they're out of reach, only to find themselves trampled by the feet of the humble and the poor. By contrast, though, God's people may have trials. He will smooth out their path. Mm. So I feel like it's been going on this last year. It's just been this process of God smoothing out my path, even though I've been through some crazy trials, some a lot of them self-inflicted trials, trials that I could have avoided. But, hey, God is still good. He's faithful when I'm not faithful. All right, it takes a special kind of blindness not to recognize the work of God when it is all around us. But Judah did not turn back to the Lord because they stubbornly refused to give up their evil ways stubbornly refused to give up their evil ways. They would not be saved from judgment because they didn't want to be saved. And so they would fall to God's consuming fire. Interesting. That guy that I talked to yesterday was talking about Judah and how Judah... Interesting. 
this guy that rode in my car yesterday brought up Judah. I can't remember exactly what he said about Judah. It takes a special kind of blindness not to recognize the work of God when it is all around us. But Judah did not turn back to the Lord because they stubbornly refused to give up their evil ways. They would not be able be saved from judgment because they didn't want to be saved. And so they would fall to God's consuming fire. Hmm, see, 26.11. Lord, your hand is lifted up to take action, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. Let fire consume your adversaries. You can see Hebrews 12.29. Let me look at that real quick. Oh. Hebrews twelve twenty nine. Hebrews twelve twenty nine. For our God is a consuming, consuming fire. Tomorrow you may press a high iron to your wrinkled clothes, but your intent won't be to ruin them. Your goal will be to remove the wrinkles to make your garment fit to wear. Guess what? God wants to wear you and look good in you. So he will apply a consuming fire to you. Even though there will be steam and heat, you're going to look good when he's through. Mm. That's the thing about salvation I've learned. It's like, interesting, because as I was listening to that, I was like convicted a little bit. So I was like thinking, like, does that mean that I was thinking about myself, my own situation? Because there's been times where I was just down this path of sin and I, yeah, I didn't always want to be saved. Like, I just wanted to die and just was going down this dark path and didn't care. But Jesus, like, it's something about he would not let me go. And at times, yeah, he, every at every turn, he kept rescuing me, right? And even though I didn't deserve it, right? In this world, we live in a world where you don't, People are quick to write you off and not give you second, third, fourth, fifth chances. I just keep thinking about that guy, how powerful his testimony was. The fact that the dude was in a coma. He, yeah, he overdosed five times on the fifth time. He was in a coma for two months. And that was his wake-up call. And this is how beautiful that is, how... What I'm trying to say is like, yeah, I've seen God's goodness. Like even when we, I don't, I don't understand salvation fully. I kind of, I mean, I understand. I still personally believe in the whole once saved, always saved. Like once you've been adopted into God's kingdom, you can't be unadopted. Now you can, ex- anyway, my whole point, what am I ultimately trying to say is just, I'm just blown away in my head right now just of God's faithfulness. And yeah, once again, we live in a world where people will write you off with a quickness. They'd be like, you should have known better. You know, I've given you a hundred chances, right? And you still haven't learned your lesson. So, boom. But Jesus is not like that with us. He is a God of a thousand chances. Now, sometimes some of us, I don't get how it all works. Some people die prematurely. 
I don't understand how it all works, but I just know that God is a God of faithfulness. He is a he's always there to save us. I'm what I'm ultimately saying is I'm still full. I don't I can't even fully mentally grasp the concept of grace. And yeah, God's sovereign grace, his salvation and his mercy. Like I, I can't we we have we talk about it. You can look up the you know, Webster's Dictionary of Grace and Mercy and Salvation and read all the scriptures about it. But until you actually experience it in your own life, day by day, moment by moment, you can't even fully fathom in it or understand it. And even when you experience it, there's like a whole nother level of understanding about grace, mercy, and God's salvation that we don't understand. All right, let me read the rest of these notes so I can just keep going. <laughs> Where was I? I mean, uh, how did I flip to this page? Let's be on Isaiah 26. All right, oppression will never happen again when all evil rulers are dead. This is a clear promise of resurrection. Yeah, today is what, Juneteenth? Is it June 13th, Juneteenth? I think so. I don't know. I'm a black dude. I should know this stuff. Anyway, Juneteenth. Hold on, when is Juneteenth? Let's Google it. When is Juneteenth? Oh, it's June 19th. It finished it for me. So Juneteenth is a celebration, yeah, of the emancipation proclamation that is supposed to like yeah, free the slaves. I believe that's I should know all this stuff. I'm about to get my black card revoked. Y'all gotta forgive me because I'm kinda half tired too. But him just saying that that oppression will never happen again when all evil rulers are dead. This is a clear promise of resurrection for the righteous. Yeah, so all this craziness going on, these stories I keep reading about, these different hate groups and just all the oppression that's happened to black folks or people that are from lower socioeconomic statuses and how we're mistreated. It's all the wickedness and shadiness of our world. And just, I had a cop follow me yesterday uh, while I was doing an Uber ride. He must have seen when the person get out got out of the car. I felt like I was being racially profiled, but um, I'm Blue Springs. And because uh, he could see me as I, I perfectly made a clear stop, made a right turn um, into this neighborhood, right? It was not a rolling stop, full stop, and then made a right turn. My tags are all good, and it's not like I'm driving dirty, whatever. I got insurance, all that stuff. You know, everything is up to date. But this cop just started following me into this neighborhood. I'm like, why is this fool following me? And then I, and I don't have my little Uber. I didn't tell my brother about this. I didn't have my little Uber light. I need to get one, but I don't know. I don't really want one. I don't really need one. People can look at my license plate. Because anybody could fake that they're Uber. Anyway, this cop had no reason to follow me, but he was. And I'm just like, I don't have to deal with this crap when I'm in heaven anymore. Thank God. Can't wait for it. All right. I'm going to tell my brother about that. Because, yeah, the cop could see my, he could see me through my, because, you know, I was making a right. He was to my left. So he could, I know he could see the color of my skin through the window. And I'm pretty sure that influenced him following me. So, but yeah, once he's, once I dropped the person off, the young girl, I had a young girl on my backseat. She was so sweet. She gave me, she had just gotten off work at, um, 
at uh she had just gotten off work at um what's the name of that ice cream place dairy queen and she had this big old box of uh wasn't like a big old box it was six ice cream bars crunch my favorite flavor I don't really eat a whole lot of ice cream. Anyway, she gave me one of her little crunch bars from Dairy Queen. She's like, I got these for free. You can have one. I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, I can't even eat these because I'm lactose intolerant. I'm going to give these to my sister. And I'll just explain to her that I gave one of them to the Uber driver. She'll just have five instead of six. Sweet young lady. Anyway, yeah, when she got out. I think the cop could figure out that I must be an Uber driver and he left me alone. Anyway. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done and what you're going to continue to do. Thank you for surrounding me with your angels, filling me with your power, your love, your spirit. Thank you, Lord. This is the day that you have made that we can and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And um, continue to order my steps today. Pray for peace in my heart, my mind. Thank you that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Pray for favor with this credit union uh, and my creditors, that these debts somehow be wiped away for an overflow of abundance financially so I can just clear out these debts. Yes, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. That's all I can. Yeah, I need your help. And so many and yeah, relating to my with with my former wife and really seeing the kids and all that. God, I know you're already ordering my steps and working it out. In Jesus' money name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I will holler. Romans three twenty three says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Lord 
Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water. 